And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. I can see you. You can. That's a, wow, that's right. We're in the studio. <laughs> well, you can normally see me when we record. That's online. true. Yeah. I think this is the first time in like three years we've recorded together. In person? Yeah. Is that true? Maybe. Yeah. Since before COVID. Is it? Wow. All right. Yeah. I look better in person. I know that <laughs> much. <laughs> We're here, man. Hometown. Well, hometown recording, in person recording, and hometown subject. We are going to publish our list of Kansas City. That's right. Our hometown, Kansas City. Here I come. Wait, we're already here. We're here. We are here and we have 12 amazing companies on Kansas City's top startups, the 2023 edition. Before we get into any of that, today's episode of Startup Hustle, sponsored by Fullscale, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. That's the company we own together, right? That's right. That's what I thought. So we definitely help people and their startups find software developers, testers, leaders. Man, we got like 300 of them on staff. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of problems to solve and it's a lot of problems being solved. And, you know, we're uh, maybe, you know, we can't, we don't put ourselves on our own list, but I kind of feel like we probably could have or should have been on this list a while ago, but you know, uh, Matt, before we dive in, uh, do you have any comments or anything you'd like to let the uh, listeners know about today's list or our hometown? Well, there's a lot of great companies on the list. And I, you know, as founders and technology people, we, you know, sometimes pretend like, oh, everything must have been invented already. There's nothing <laughs> less to in, left to invent. And we're here today to prove that that's not the case. We've got 12 great companies from Kansas City doing cool, new, innovative things. So it never ends. So you're saying all the good ideas are not taken? They are not taken. Yeah, I've gone I've gone down that rabbit hole where I've been like, you know, man, are all the good ideas taken? It's 2023 all of a sudden, and it's like, man, how are you going to come up with anything new? And then I just look around at like how many things need fixing. Yeah. Even yeah. the, you know, my first startup, Ben Solutions, hasn't changed their product in over 10 years. Somebody's going to come by and eat their lunch one day. Yeah. Things, you know, stagnate, and eventually somebody, somebody comes by and disrupts it again. Now, you know, before we get into today's list, there's a couple things about our top startups list. And first off, the order that we read them in is not the order that they are ranked in. This is a binary thing where you are on the list or you're not on the list. So being on the list is winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> hashtag right. startups. Speaking of all these hashtags, Matt, you know, I, you know as we get started, I want to remind everyone that, you know, we do, we're on YouTube, we're on the Facebook, the Instagrams, the TikToks, LinkedIn, a lot of that. Yeah. A lot all of, of it. fun and original content out there, including a reaction video from you and me on today's episode. So anyway, 
we're going to dive right in. First on the list, Beyond Warehousing. We got CEO and co-founder Jeff Avelka, Director of Operations Cameron Ulmer, and you can go to beyondwarehousing.com. So now this company is founded in 2019 and they specialize in full service 3PL, that's third party logistics uh, warehousing. They have multiple locations, 600,000 square feet of storage space. It's about the size of your house, right? Yeah, yes. 600,000 yeah, square right. feet. Yes. How do you keep that thing clean? Well, when you have five kids, you know. 78 Roombas. Yes. Managed to <laughs> do a dance around A warehouse that. full of Roombas. So, so Beyond Warehousing enables clients to focus on their core business by managing the warehousing distribution and fulfillment. Uh, you know, so, well, there's a pretty big company that does some of this. I think it's called Amazon. Uh, and that's not always a right fit for some people. There's a lot of different things. You know, you talk about the the 3PL, the third party logistics stuff. Um, it's, I mean, it's hot. And there's, and we've talked about that so many times on the show, what maybe that's a part of your business that you shouldn't focus on. And there are other people that are, that are going to do that better, faster and cheaper than you might. Well, and the next person on our list, I think fits right in there. We got Bright Labs, which creates a really cool chess game called Chess Up. They probably don't need their own warehouse. So yeah. <laughs> they might be able to use somebody right. like Beyond Warehousing. So Bright Labs, um, the the founder's name is Jeff Y. And the other co-founder's name is Justin Farrell. Um, these guys came out on Kickstarter a couple of years ago. And it's a really, really cool electronic chessboard. And again, you could say, well, didn't somebody create an electronic chessboard a long time ago? Yes, I had one when I was a little kid. But theirs is totally different, and it like lights up on the board and does all these really cool things. I actually backed this product on Kickstarter and didn't even know they were from Kansas City, and then later found out they were from Kansas City. Um, got the product, and then they were on Shark Tank about three weeks before this recording. So it was like middle December, next uh, end of December 2022, which was really cool. Kansas City company on Shark Tank. Um, so they have a very, very cool product. It's a couple ex-Garmin guys that at Garmin built all sorts of hardware and software and decided to go out on their own. And they've had, a, a I think, a great uh, first success. And they're talking about building other products. We mentioned the 3PL. I actually, at the Launch KC grant, so Bright Labs is part of Launch KC. That's mm -hmm. an accelerator. Um, it, well, it's a, it's a grant and economic development uh, go to launchkc.org. They have a whole lot of info, but they, uh, I went to their launch event and I was talking to these guys and they probably could have utilized some 3PL third-party logistics because they had just received their product and were dealing with trying to ship it, yeah. get it out the door. <laughs> and man, like if the Kickstarter, like, man, got, Bright Labs guys, if you haven't pulled the rest of your hair out yet, don't because there are solutions out there. But yeah, they were struggling with a lot of things when it came to just like, yeah, because here's the thing. It's sometimes when you make products, you're good at making the product, but you're not really an expert in shipping it. So, Amen. yeah, so that's kind of where we'll find that that happy uh, marriage. Now, they were on Shark Tank. They did get a deal um, and, you know, good luck for them. They've got a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I was at your, uh, um, you know, I guess, well, special announcement. Watson finally made a girl. 
that you know that might should be its own startup success story right that you for those of you that aren't aware watson has four sons is that yes. right? and, and yes. we were positive when his wife was pregnant that a fifth one was on the way yes i actually saw the chess up board at your uh, at the gender <laughs> reveal party yes and so yeah i got to test the product all right next on the list is celerity enterprises and that is ceo and co-founder megan arrear and cto and co-founder grant gordon go to celerity that's c-e-l-e-r-i-t enterprises.com Com. Celerity is a SaaS platform that provides solutions to companies utilizing SPAs. Do you know what an SPA is? No. Special pricing agreement. It's also a spa. The different things. I like a good spa. I know a good spa that they're going to like do your nails, get yes. your back rub, maybe like get in hot water. This is not what this does. Special pricing agreements. It's, you know, that that ship debit rebate agreements between suppliers and distributors uh, talking about trans kind of transforming what is a laborious data driven process. Okay. And creating profitable opportunities for manufacturers, distributors, like all of it. So, you know, before I owned my own business, I worked for Roland and Roland's the largest maker of electronic musical instruments worldwide. They do like four or 5 billion a year in sales. So they sell a bunch of stuff. The problem is, so they would have all kinds of, they would have all kinds of rebates. I mean, dude, it goes on and on and on. Sales promotions, all the stuff. Yeah. So I managed part of like a slice of their business in 13 different states. Dude, it was a pain in to keep up with so mm-hmm. on a personal level i've got i've got a, you can relate. i've got a lot of love for this because yeah. you know you get into that whole effort of like i don't know man like am i in a discount tier do i have a bonus are there specs for the salespeople? and all of this stuff can drive sales and it should drive sales but it's underutilized sometimes it's hard to track and thank you celerity enterprises for trying to tackle that problem all right. Well, next on the list is DevStride. The co-founders there are Phil Reynolds and Aaron Saloff. Uh, Phil is a second-time entrepreneur here in Kansas City. He had a company called Brightcore, which was really successful before. Um, so it's always good to see serial entrepreneurs back at it again. Um, so DevStride is a SaaS product. It's a online application for project management, product management for software development, um, software development teams. So. Um, I've met with him a few times, really, really sharp guy, um, building, building some cool technology for developers. So what's the main problem that we're trying to solve here at DevStrad? You know, his goal was to bring together the product management side of it with the project management side of it, which are kind of different things, you know? Um, so developers kind of do different, different things than what the product team wants to do, which is kind of higher level planning. I think we should talk about that for just one second though, because product management has, is in a, this renaissance, it, there's a lot of products to manage. And there, I think that, you know, you look at the last 20 to 25 years of building software, mm-hmm. or especially software products, you know, I, you know, 10 years ago, I didn't see the prevalence of a, of a product manager and as many organizations. And now it's, it feels like a must. So like the, the, the joining of those processes is a key because sure. you talk about pro- a project managers, often a task hound that wants to put the tasks in. It's more in the and weeds. And then hound everybody to get them done. Yeah. It's and, more in the weeds. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a completely different role. And then the product side of things is going to, going to do more to 
get stakeholders involved, talk to customers. And, you know, I know at Stackify, you had a product manager yeah, that you were really we fond of, and he did a really good job of, of saying, Hey, here's, here's 10 features that we might consider. These three are the best because they're going to present a better, well, a, we might be able to deploy them easily because we have all the existing parts. And then that's not the key ingredient. These are the reasons that it'll bring or keep more users around. That's kind of the point on a lot of days, right? Yeah, product is all about the roadmap and yeah. talking to customers and yeah, figuring out what provides the most amount of value with the least amount of effort. It's a, it's a lot of different things where the developers are more in the day-to-day tactical weeds of things. So it's a little different need. I had my shoes off the other day because I was doing math and I needed <laughs> to count. But along, 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 during that process, I, I came up with, I, I once again confirmed that it's, uh, it's cheaper and easier to keep the clients and users you already yes. have than to go yeah. find new ones, which is also where product managers can come in. Yep. All right. Next on the list is Epigraph. CEO and co-founder Jasper Malarney and CPO. And is that chief product officer? Yes. Yep. Okay. Usually so it is. Yep. Very well timed yes. on that one, right? Uh, and co-founder Bruno Guerrero and, you know, Epigraph. Now, I believe Jasper's been on the podcast a long time ago. It's been. Oh, yes. Absolutely yeah, yeah. has. Yes. So Ep- Epigraph's does 3D commerce platform and they use CGI and automation technology to convert manufacturing data to web-based augmented reality. What does that mean? That means like when you... Okay, so if you want to buy a thing, a yes. widget, yes, and you're like, man, what does this widget look like on all sides from underneath, from around, right. and does that? They basically do the 3D modeling. And now here's the thing, man: Have you ever like gone to buy something and they have that, and you're like, and you ended up buying something because you could see a particular side of the product or zoom in or get an idea of what it really kind of looked like on a on a well on a well-rounded you, way. Well, and if they have the right technology and platform with that, right? Then you can also take that 3D object and show what it looks like in your existing room. Like I've done that too, or you can use it in the metaverse or other things. So you can take that 3D object and do a lot of different things with it. Yeah. And that's where the future of that goes. And like, I'll crank out a list of like all the things that they do, web-based AR, desktop AR, 3D viewers, analytics, 3D config, uh, configurators, 3D product tours, 360 product viewers, animations, virtual photography, lifestyle, lifestyle imagery, uh, architectural visualization, and custom 3D experiences. And like, that's the thing. We go back to that, like, that concept we were just talking about when it came to product management. And the better you can display. Okay, so if we brought our co-host Andrew Morgans up here, he would tell you that one of the reasons that things don't sell well online is they have shitty photographs yeah. and just don't do a very good job of showing what it is. And like, so we'll, we'll give an example of the soundboard that we're using to re- plug our microphones in and record this episode. Rode, who makes that product, had a very good visualization of the product because I wanted to see like what plugs into it, how big it was, yeah. like have an idea of it. And sometimes it's hard to do that without having that, yeah. kind of view. And then on a personal side, you know, like StockX, where I buy shoes occasionally, <laughs> they have a really cool emulator because I want to twist the shoe around. I want to see what it looks like, you know, in different stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that, you know, that, that go into that. Epigraph has exclusive partnerships with um, Ace Hardware and, you know, just done some different stuff with furniture brands and a whole lot of, of different companies like that. All right. Well, next on our list is Foresight. 
The co-founders there are Janae Gamage and Charlotte Clark. That's tryforesight.io. Foresight is a risk mitigation and strategy platform that uses artificial intelligence and deep learning to provide instant best ability scores for business ideas and models. It makes it easier for founders to ideate and validate their business and allows investors to invest in low-risk, superior return ventures that increase fund performance and in turn grow ecosystems. So, you know, Janae was a guest host on Startup Hustle mm-hmm. last year uh, about uh, entrepreneur mental health. Is there a cure? Probably not. No. Yeah, but it's a real thing. And she had, uh, so yeah, part of our Startup Hustle host family, and for those of you that listen regularly, you know, we throw an occasional guest host in there. Janae's been great. And she's really an expert on that subject. You know, Matt, speaking of experts, finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult, especially when you visit fullscale.io, where you can build a software team quickly and affordably. You can use the Fullscale platform to define your technical needs and then see what available developers, testers, and leaders are ready to join your team. Fullscale.io to learn more. You do not need an AI-based product emulator to know fullscale.io. It's two There's no 3D of the two-dimensional. Yeah, it's two-dimensional. Uh, we need 3D of the team. Maybe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I can. That, okay. We talk about the logistics of that. We're going to bring in 300 <laughs> people to create. Yeah. Scope creep. Uh, there's some problems. Yeah. There's yeah. some. Pro- we'll, we'll we'll keep running that uh, <laughs> down down the line. Okay. Next on the list. Now, uh, for I should let everyone know. You know, we are investors in this one, and. Um, and that has nothing to do with the selection process here, but next on the list is facility ally CEO and co-founder Luke Wade. I think he's calling us co-founders too. I think that's why Luke's the founder. Luke's the one that made that happen. So, all right. So facility ally is actually two software platforms. And I mentioned that we had participated in this. So facility ally is a clone of gigabook that has been specifically customized for facility-based management. You ever like want to go to the gym? Because I know you go to the gym. Oh yeah, all the time. Always working out, always playing basketball and stuff like that. And you just want to reserve a court and you can't. Someone else is already there. Yep. And I believe I've published some videos of you performing feats of athleticism. (laughs) So yeah, you can find those on on our social profiles. No, really, I've got Watson... um, how did you clear that block, the giant jumping over a giant, like mega pile like of Jenga, Jenga blocks, yeah. doing a front flip over the high bar at, at the high V arena for a high jump thing. And then I did have to do a little uh, Hollywood magic on your jump shot. But, <laughs> but anyway, so, but if you could reserve the cordies, yeah, you that could would work be helpful. on that shot. So Facility, and this is a big thing, man. There's a lot to be said with that. And so part of our contribution with that was Gigabook's code base, which I'm the founder of. And then Luke had already been building League Ally. So if you talk about like, do your kids, your kids play sports, right? Yeah. Um, one of them plays soccer. I need my clicker. Watson, it's been so long since I've recorded with you live. I forgot that you yawned oh, so man. much. Busted. Yeah, I know. I know. I used to have a little clicker and I, I would click it and what and he would it was almost like shock therapy. You feared that click. Anyway, so two software platforms uh, recently got funding. 
uh, which we will announce later. I don't want to get too specific about that, but have some very interesting and strategic financial and strategic partners. And overall, really excited. I'm really proud of Luke for what he's built. You know, we launched this thing with him. And then four months later, pandemic. Yeah. So literally, we went through uh, two years of people not playing sports, people not playing leagues, people not going to facilities. So this is a little late in its its, uh, incubation period. It's been a little extra time in the egg because it was safer in the egg and we didn't have to hurry. But yeah, really excited. It's going to help you take reservations online, take payments online, send notifications and reminders, show availability. Uh, and then the league management thing. If you know, if your kids play sports, your kids play sports. They do play soccer. So, dude, how it's a lot to keep up with that, like the scheduling and that whole bit. There's a lot. And if now, it's one thing when you have like a, a parks and rec department doing right. it. But what if you just want to have like a basketball right. league? Right. Yeah. And that's what that's what League Ally does. So really, really cool stuff. And Luke's awesome, man. Luke Wade, congrats. Glad. Looking forward to recording your show with KC Startup soon. All right, next on the list is Rialto, and the founders there are Brian King and Rodrigo Neri. That's Rialto, it's R-E-A-L-T-O dot A-I. Um, so they are a online real estate investment park marketplace that helps people invest in real estate properties. The company also offers a platform that, that facilitates secondary trading of real estate, which is normally you know not a very liquid asset. So this sounds like a really, really awesome um, platform. I have not checked it out, but as a potential, you know, investor, this might be a great way for me to invest in real estate, which is something that I have not done historically. Um, do you know much more about about their uh, product? I mean, I know a little bit about like, you know, the the illiquidity. You talk about like, so REIT's real estate investment trusts. Right. Yeah. And all this stuff, like, I mean, kind of like investing in startups, uh, it like how you never get the money out. Well, you, it's very difficult. So providing tools that create, you know, liquidity options. And there are some things that have come out or try to do that with like startup shares. Like, well, what about my, my league ally shares or our league ally shares, you know? So some of that is like, what do you do with them? And, and, you know, the, the, some of the, you talk about unlocking and accessing that, liquidity. I mean, being able, that's a real problem and real estate is a long play. So that's part of why I don't like getting into it either. Cause you got to like so often sell, sell a property. Well, and we, you and I are not going to go buy a 500 um, apartment complex either by ourselves. Right. But if we could in, in, invest a small fraction right. into that, that would be a huge deal. So, but the problem is, is if I own 10% of that and I'm just 10% and I don't want to own 10% right. anymore, how do I, how do I do that? Yeah. You, and, and so the problem is, is you get stuck in like a very unleveraged position when it comes right. to trying to get that money out. Cause if you own 90% of that complex and I own 10, what am I going to do? Like, you're going to give me a really shitty offer on it. Right. And like I can either accept it or I can go find someone else that wants to be involved in that with you. And now you're also the guy giving shitty offers. So that means I'm probably going to get a shitty offer from the other. Makes total sense to me. I, don't, I, I love it. The cash. Show me the money, Matt. I love it. Show me the money. We have the money gun. Yeah. We, we've been firing that thing off mm-hmm. lately. You know, that's another thing. Maybe I'll let you shoot it after this episode. There we go. Money kind of keeps jamming, man. We got to get some better money. It's like, it's fired the money so much that the money's like, 
It's because you put those singles in there. What do you What do you want me to put like a, a, with a band around yeah, it? Yeah, hundreds, hundreds. It's yeah. still got to be. It doesn't not. <laughs> they have to be crisp. Hey, if we're getting funded, we're shooting hundreds. I mean, pretty much, yeah. All right, next on the list is Redeem. Now, Redeem has got a CEO and co-founder, Toby Rush. Toby has been on the podcast before we talked about startup success. At one point, that episode with he and I, for like almost two years, was the most popular episode Hmm. on Startup Hustle. Toby is a very well-established founder. He's done a lot of really great and interesting things, a very charismatic uh, person to be around. So, you know, Matt, when it comes to like, so you go shopping. All right, you're going to go wherever you go, because I know you go out and you're going to go at least six places on the way home today. <laughs> and with that, every to single- To buy baby girl stuff. Well, right. But every <laughs> single place is like, hey, do you want to join our rewards program? No. Okay, but you don't want to do it because it's another thing to sign up for, yes. right? And with that, there's another thing to sign up for and another thing to sign up for. So I don't, I don't sign up for any of them. Okay, but with that, what's one commonality that all of us have that seems to be something that rarely, if ever, changes. So, Matt, how long have you had your current phone number? Uh, probably 25 years. Right. So, there you go. There's I, the central item. I of, love the trend of that. Yes. Where things is more about your phone number Yes. Now. So, with that, that's exactly what Redeem is doing. <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, harnessing Web3 to revolutionize rewards for all of us. And just being it. So, I would sign up for that if all I had to do is put my phone number. Right. Or if you wanted to maybe share a link for a discount or a group purchase with other people, right. all you got to do is know their phone number. Yep. I love, I love where what they're, doing. they're going with this. So Redeem's wallet, it's basically a Web3 wallet or, or blockchain. Uh, dot and uh, NFTs governed by smart contracts, pro- programmatic and composable. And, you know, it's like, it's, you talk about omni-channel attribution. Just, there's, you know, like, here's the thing. I would... I really would use more, utilize more rewards and other stuff if I, I mean, because I don't do, you know, go to Bye Bye Baby to buy $14,000 worth of dresses because you've had all yes. boys. Yes. And they're like, you're going to get, first off, I don't want your credit card. Do you want to, do you want to? No, do I don't want another credit, credit card. card. No. Yeah. And then you got to fill out a whole thing. No. And there's people waiting behind you in line. And it's got some of them have the, like, no. the little key tag thing. I'm just like, but I like it if I, if, you know, I like to shop at Vineyard Vines and Tommy Bahama and some of these places. And if they send me coupons, yeah, I might go buy something, right? So if they can make all that digital and make it easier to do, I'm probably going to spend more money. So part of the, the method here too is like, all right, so now I've got $2.12 of rewards yeah. from Tommy Bahama. What do I do with that? But what if you could have your $2.12 from 40 different places now that actually could turn into something that has redemption. Value. Yeah, I like it. I have, dude. I get these, uh, I get these checks, like these reward checks, because there's something that my wife signed up for that she has in a browser. That when she buys stuff, like we'll get a check for like eighty nine cents. Is that one of those like get honey or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't even know what it is because honestly, like the 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 ROI. On the yeah. 89 cent check. Yeah, the ROE, excuse me, <laughs> is negative. Yeah. It cost me more than 89 cents to do anything with yeah. that. Like even yeah, but but take a picture of it and use that app at your bank. Still negative ROE. 
I can just get that 89 cents across all the other 89 cents, then I'm in good shape. All right, who's next on the list? All right, Redpoint Summit CEO and co-founder Chuck Schneider. Redpoint Redpoint Summit applies AI to create electronic medical records personalization within the electronic medical record for every user. The platform leverages AI to identify usage patterns and tailor to experience for each user at scale through automation. This innovative product helps physicians spend less time behind the keyboard, entering data into the EMR and spend more time with additional patients. I like it. Anything that speeds that up. I never have understood why. Why can't I like just give my phone number to a doctor and it like just knows all my address and all this shit? Like, can we just not, use the phone number? Because the doctor too? isn't using Redeem. Yeah, that would solve it. Yeah, so we we just need Redeem for doctors. Well, that's been the point that I've had is why do I felt uh, dude? Next time I go to the doctor, they're gonna give me the same set of documents. It's crazy. I'm like, and, and you know, some of that like now actually the last time I went, I will say the last time I went to the doctor, I actually like did it on my phone. Right. They like sent me something similar to that. And then it had a lot of stuff filled out because my name is still Matt DeCourcy, <laughs> right? Like it, that, I mean, that's no, it's the, other Matt. It hasn't changed. You're changing your name to other Matt. No, it's other Matt. Matt. Th- look, there are th- <laughs> like three to seven other famous Matt Watsons. I know. And it's so hard to Google you. Sorry. Yeah. If you Google me, you get the cool little sidebar. Yeah, I'm not it, that cool. If I Google Matt Watson, I get the cool little sidebar on someone else. Yeah, I know. Does that get you down? Yeah. It does? It's a little depressing. <laughs> All right. Next is Sale. S-A-I-L-E. That's Sale.ai. And Nick Smith is the founder and co-founder is Clive Catagen. And so Nick's been on the show, had a great story, great salesperson. And you know, Matt, one thing that most salespeople are freaking terrible at prospecting for business. Yes. Doing repeatable it's, sales tasks. Now, it's not look, fun. Well, dude, look, so there's things out there that will automate follow-up email in some regards and some of it, but what sale does is use AI technology to basically build you a sale bot that's customized to the needs of your company. And it can be as simple as dropping a company's name in the top of it it goes out and does the research. It looks for the contacts. It validates the emails. It will perform any number of scheduled tasks. Now, part of where the AI and everything gets into this is, okay, Matt, so there, there, there. I just said, I used three different words to say the same thing, right? So where do you, how do you, what did you mean? Did you mean there? or over there, or they are. And so some of that is like where AI comes in is being able to use things like natural language processing to actually understand the tone and sentiment of what your buyer might be saying and asking for. So sale, the sale bots, and I love what they're doing here. We're going to use this at full scale. And, you know, so some of them, that's why, why I know so much about it, but you talk about being able to make it your process, have your communication, the way you want to say it, the way you want to do it. And the thing is, is all these tasks, so it, it'll, it'll actually deploy your strategy and your plan. And then it also observes and reacts and, and plans in the future. So if the sale bot sends something out on behalf of the salespeople and the reply comes in and you're like, hey, dude, I'm, I'll be ready for this in June. It's going to schedule a follow up make sure that occurs right. and dude, this is so the prospecting and the follow-up are the two things 
salespeople really swell and asking for the sale. We need AI for that for sure. Well, but the, and the point is, is you can be able to do it at scale. Because right. if you talk about, okay, Matt, so I need you to, I need you to have, you have 3000 prospect companies and I need you to make sure that you communicate, follow up and stay in tune with all of them. It's overwhelming. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, the problem is, is you'll spend 90, pr- I just love bots, man. I like bots. And, and the thing is, is the software done well shows up to work every day. It does. And that's exactly what needs to occur. And if you talk about building and deploying a growing sales force, this is less people to train in a process. And it's all that you have control and accountability of it. Thanks for building what you're building. They also just got 1.35 million in funding. So that doesn't hurt. I like it. All right. All right. Last company on the list is Soft Warfare. So it was a play on words. Ah! Software. Oh. But it's soft warfare, and uh, thanks the, for explaining. Yeah, that. so the Thank CEO you. and founder is Wyatt Cobb, and I actually met him at a recent event. He was explaining to me what they do. They do a bunch of things around cybersecurity, uh, securing um, applications and hardware devices, things like that. And I think he even does some government work. Um, and so I think we can talk about that, Cameron. I don't know the government work. I don't know. Maybe. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anybody but i think I, I think that's why it's called warfare so they they do some pretty cool stuff around security don't tell anyone as we mentioned it on the podcast that we heard in 194 countries i'm just kidding about no no that's i mean that would be a you, know, you talk about government and all this. I mean, dude, there's a huge addressable market yeah. in any industry, anywhere, anytime. This is a never, this is a constantly evolving everything. Yeah. And we've actually, security seen, is huge. Well, when we've seen some, the cybersecurity here in our, in our local area has, has been big too. You know, we, last year in 2022, we, Sedaris, uh, which yeah. is uh, Eric Foster and, uh, his company with uh, Gary Fish, mm-hmm. and they just merged yes. with Robert Herjavec yeah. and created another big company. And you know, I mean, dude, there's so much meat on this well, bone on this bone when it comes to all of it. There's like, it's it's no secret they're in the business journal about their work with the DoD. So uh, I was just kidding. Yeah. So we can talk about. Yeah, it? we can talk about okay. it. I think. Okay. Well, that's good because we never edit the show, so it's going to come out anyway. If you didn't hear from Matt or I again after this came out, that was why. I'm not going to tell you exactly what they do. He told me, but I'm not oh. going to tell you. You know what I'm going to tell you, though? It, that Matt, if you need to hire software engineers, testers, or leaders, full scale can help. And we have people in the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. Go to fullscale.io and just do literally answer a couple questions. It takes less than two minutes and the platform matches you up with fully vetted, highly experienced software engineers, testers, and leaders. Fullscale specializes in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more, fullscale.io. All right, so here we are, and we're hometown, hometown rally. I like it. Yeah, who, so who do you like, man? Who's, who's on, who's, who are your favorites? You know, I like that there's several um, people on the list that have been founders before. And there's I, a wide array. I, I love yeah. to see that as well. Everything um, from chess to sports yeah. to like blockchain to you, you talk about the launch KC event. So 
uh, Bright Labs is is probably one of my favorites because I like to play chess. And we were at the Launch KC event, and um, they were there, and I actually played him in chess on the board at the, at the event. event. And oh, wow. of course, I lost. And you know, one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things was I asked him like, you know, which of you guys is like the big chess guy? Like, is one of you like a grandmaster or something? He's like, nope, none of us. <laughs> Huh. They're just a bunch of you know software developers that wanted to build build the game, but um, I like those guys a lot. I think I was hanging out with the mayor when you were doing that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was asking him why he published his phone number on Twitter, which meant that he wouldn't. <laughs> it made it really hard for me to get a hold of him. And he's oh well, let me give you the real number. So yeah, that's we were talking about secrets and government. I, man, I, I I'm all in on sale. You know I me, mean, I'm a sales guy. I think that prospecting is, is I've been a sales trainer, sales manager. I have a ton of salespeople that work for me. And it is, if you are not a natural prospector, you're never going to be good at it. So, and then so much of it's just repeatable, man. Like if all you need to do is identify a company that looks like a good lead and they'll even do that for you. Right. Yep. They'll even do that for you. And, you know, I found out about sale because one of your former employees reached out and, and mm -hmm. introduced, yes. and they were, they were, you know, we were talking about, about developers and stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, you guys solve this problem. And like that, I mean, dude, that is a big issue because what happens if your company and your salespeople stop prospecting is you like it's peaks and valleys, dude. And if you have people that aren't good at prospecting, oh man, it's just like a whole nother mess. Got to keep making noise and some, activity. Yeah, we've had some people that have not been great at that. Yeah. And you go back and you're like trying to, that accountability and looking at what they're doing, the way they're representing the brand, the way they're reaching out, it gets cringy. So yeah, I like that. Um, I like Redeem as well. I mean, I like the I like the whole idea of like simplifying that kind of rewards thing. Like it's a Web three product. Just my phone number, man. Yes. As long as yeah, and that's also they have things that kind of prevent that. Uh, like I I won't give my phone number into a lot of things because right. I just end up getting ten million phone. Calls. You, you, my phone doesn't even ring unless you're in my contacts, which. About once a month comes back to bite me on someone yeah. that also saves me about 900 unwanted phone calls a day. So also trying to, you know, protect some of that and keep that, you know, all for you while at the same time still working with, you know, helping create more sales for retailers and everyone. So yeah, it's a good list, man. It's a good list. I, you know, I, when it comes to Kansas city, I, you know, here we are in like the 27th biggest media market, but we do some, there's some really innovative and, and amazing stuff that goes on that, in my opinion, grossly exceeds the market size. Well, we only picked 12. I mean, there was yeah, more oh, than 12, yeah. right? Yeah. There and, was more yeah. than 12. And every, and every, that's the hardest part is every top city list that we do, and we'll do 12 again this year is, you know, you kind of, there's, you know, five or six that really stand out and then it gets really debatable with a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to keep doing this list. I think maybe at some point probably probably go somewhere cool and do that top startup. Yeah. So like Hawaii. Let's I think we've that. been holding out on Vegas for like, <laughs> Vegas, there for we like go. three years to like go and do the top startups. I don't think we've ever done Las Vegas to stop startups. I bet there are some. We've got some know some fun and interesting people there as yeah, well. That's for so sure. yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe have a more fun and interesting trip than the last time we went to Vegas, but that isn't for chatting. On the <laughs> hey. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And I'm out. 
Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.